Hey, it's Kevin. Quick reminder that this week's episode will be a little bit different. It was recorded live at the cocktail reception of this year's online sales and marketing summit in Chicago, Illinois. So there will be some extra background noise. We've tried to take care of it as best we can. Hope you enjoy it. Welcome to a very special and live edition of the Market Proof Marketing yep. Podcast. With me, as always, is the Ad Doctor. We're here. 21 floors up yeah. in Chicago. Looking at the Trump Tower. I don't even know the name of those buildings, but very iconic. But the river's right here. Yeah, it's very nice. Weather's perfect. Beautiful sight. And we're joined to kick things off here by our first special guest of the evening. This is how we do the live show, guys. We just is- pull people in from the cocktail party. We ask them questions. And we hope they answer us. Yep. Definitely. You ready? Yes, I'm ready. Okay, so and highlight of day one. We're halfway through the conference. Mm-hmm. What was the thing that hit you the most as a wow? The thing that hit me the most is we trust our computers. We need to trust our computers more, and we already do it too much. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's so true. I trust what comes up first on Google. I go exactly where my phone tells me to go. Mm-hmm. I never question yeah. it. If it tells me to go right, I'm going to go there. And I'm going to go down the first page of Google, and that's it. And I'm not going to go past. Yeah. And that's They're taking over. the man behind me, Jeff Turner. Yeah. That was his point. That Good. we're already being trained to accept AI, and there's this weird balance, mm-hmm. right, Andrew, of trust it more, make it your friend, make it your partner, colleague. That's but right. Also and what Jeff talked about is where? we, we kind of question, like, how much should we trust it? And what Kelly was, was implying, like, we already do trust it so much. Like, we just don't even realize it. So it's already part of our daily lives We just all the don't time. want it to take over. We don't want it to take over. we're still working. What would that be? Uh, <laughs> iRobot with Will Smith. They take over and they, they tell us what to do. We're a danger to ourselves. It kind of feels like that movie. It's terrifying. Yeah, it's already telling us what to do a little telling bit. telling us so. what to do. Okay, good. So that good good first start. Way to good kick one. off the show, Kelly. Apocalypse. Second question and then you're free to go. Okay. What question do you hope we answer tomorrow? Ooh, tough one. What is the best content? What draws people in the most? And is it the same for everyone? Is it different for different age groups? Awesome. How do yeah. I draw people in? Maybe different parts of the funnel. Yeah. Different types of content serving different purposes. Yeah. And yeah. What, what Kevin talked about earlier was the videos, photos, and uh, those things on your site is kind of the standard. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested too, because if that's a standard, what's what's like above that? Yeah. If that's a requirement, it's, like what it, will be it there? It might be for some of the audience kind of like, have you heard of Couch Potato to 4K? It's this yes. website that, you know, you're yeah. like, I've never you can't run, run ever. Couch to 5K, life. yes. And Couch now to I'm going to run a 4K. I think for some builders, they feel like they just got off the couch leather socks on we've got the basic piece of content <laughs> yeah. like we've got renderings of everything we've We're got breathing. a couple photos like we've got a streetscape shot on the yep. community page and now we're gonna say pretty soon you better start running marathons mm-hmm. and our consumers are they're at like a marathon level already with everyone else and here we are builders yeah 5k could be the average maybe i don't know It'd be interesting okay who's your favorite person to do you convert me, I'm, I'm getting looked at. This is great. <laughs> Made my day. There you go. Made my day. It's right, the Kelly, ad doctor. Thanks, thanks so much. Thank you. Go awesome. Enjoy responsibly. Thanks. Thanks. Go have, go have a, go have a drink. Okay. 
Gosh, you know I'm gonna mess this up. So I'm calling him short. Is he judging me from behind right now? Like, is he like making faces? He's. We're doing it live. Always making faces. Okay. So. Just stare at Andrew. Yes. Your builders in Texas. Yes. Beth number one. Yes. Beth number two is in North Carolina. Just for a little more context for people. So the first question is favorite thing from day one. Okay, my my biggest thing that I'm like thinking over and over in my head is I need to own new communities and the process and so I just need to spearhead the reconfiguration of that and you know I do that I need to do that I think you'd be so, okay with owning things and I'm being okay, in charge I'm totally okay with doing that you don't that. have yeah. a problem no, no, no problem. I'm not and so this is, is your boss Jesse yeah also has no problem giving you ownership no that's true so if you're ready and we, to take we it, usually take that ownership together mm-hmm. most often but now it's and yours. that's what we'll probably do as well what right. do you think will be the hardest part of owning it? Ooh. Um, Deep question. Just finding the time. I think this is really weird because I can't look at you right now. Um, but yeah, it's, I know it's like I'm like I'm talking to Kevin but looking yeah. at you. Um, no, I think it's just finding the time and, and inserting it into my schedule of because that's the reason why we don't have it right now because I'm just inundated with new communities right now and it's just keeping my head above water. Um, which isn't a bad problem to have. It's just, it makes it difficult to find the time to carve into your schedule of implementing not just a small process, a, a really one. huge process. Well, maybe if the opportunity is right, uh, junior help might be needed to shift your time towards more valuable. Like if that, I don't know if that is yeah. or not, but that could be a, if there's a lot yeah. of little I think things it, taking it up your time. it could be one of those things that it it doesn't necessarily happen until my department yeah. grows a little bit more. Prove, but yeah. prove that process. You prove that success because like we talked yeah. about earlier yeah. today, when the pre-sale process works, it's this great problem in the air quotes of, it is. oh my gosh, that really works. So now I have more people to follow up with. I have more contracts to write, help support. More Everyone opportunity. In a good way, has more to do. Sorry. <laughs> Drink action here. <laughs> this is just Diet Coke too. Just right? Diet Coke. This is a That's really it. expensive Amazon dress. Okay. Oh, Amazon's taking over. Right. <laughs> so you bought that without trying it on. It's interesting. Yes, I did. Okay, yeah. Beth, number two. Hello. Your favorite point from day I, number one. Yeah, I think I'm really resonating with the, in a digital age, making sure the human experience is really valuable to the customer and really reinforcing that throughout your company and your brand. Um, we have an amazing online sales team, but I think sometimes creating that experience throughout your entire company when they're going on site and follow up and the building process especially, like making sure that stays yeah. throughout the process. This is just hitting me now, so it might not come out well, but in both cases, it's a Diet Coke. trying to create a great artificial automated experience, a great one, or creating a great personal experience, I think both require almost the same amount of effort and work. Yes. I think we lie to ourselves and we're like, oh, that automation round, we'll just push the button and then you get crap out the other end. Yep. If it's simple to set up, now again, you can use AI to make things better and easier, yeah. but generally speaking, it's a hard one. in our industry, no one's gotten there yet, so you're gonna have to do a whole lot of work either way. So might as well, for now, still prioritize the humans. Yeah, prioritize the humans and then try to add AI in where it's easy to make it perfect. Take out. Okay, quick. Yeah. Rapid fire now, oh, not God. quite as Ooh, long. Rapid Sorry. Fire. It's my fault. I need more yours. coffee. <laughs> the, the question that you hope gets answered in day two on any any topic. Any question. Just, Personal I, I question, hope, marketing. And I hope. Oh, um, how to better delegate Ooh, okay. and let go. There's a common theme here. Yeah. yeah. I feel like. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm always looking down the pipeline. Like what, That's true. you know, how are, my job is like the website. It's a living organism. It's always adapting. It's always changing. And I, and I need to be able to see yep. how we're going to build this moving forward because we're continuing to grow. So I need to continue you are growing. to grow. Yes. You sell a lot of growing a lot. The kryptonite of every unicorn is the more people know you can get things done, the more likely they are to put more on your plate. And if you also are a pleaser personality, not what are you trying to say? Fingers, what are you trying to say? Except for I don't know what you're talking about. It can be hard. That's the other best. It can be hard not to delegate. <laughs> the other best. To, to delegate, especially. Yeah, yeah, and I'm, I'm OCD. self. Yeah, I'm very, I'm very particular, and so I need to be able to when that day comes. We were actually just talking about this. Um, maybe it was last night, but when that day comes, I need to be able to let go. Yeah. And trust in someone to do and and see things the way I see and things, if you have a, or it gives some fresh light. process or any other process that makes it easier. Yeah. Okay, bet number That's two. True. Okay, um, I hope to be able to communicate what marketing does and. Yeah their worth to the rest of the company. Mm -hmm. I think we've had some issues with that recently. And that's yeah, you've had a bit of an awakening, I think, yeah. of things have been going great in right. terms of traffic and appointments and the online team doing their thing, but then other parts of the company are like, I don't, I don't see us on Instagram the way I think we should, or I wish we did more on Facebook. And right. one, we're not going to say which department, but a department in her company asked like, hey, can we just have the login to the social accounts? Uh, no. We'd like to just post stuff. That's random not, on our own. That's, I feel like that's a very common struggle, how to communicate everything we yeah. do with everyone else in a way that they understand so, without making it too simple. Because then they're like, oh, we can do it. We can push yeah, these buttons yeah. for you. How do you impress yeah. upon the amount of work that's being done and effort that you're putting in? Educate a little bit and then yeah. also make them feel good. I think that's yeah. the other part that sometimes we forget is you can just promote all of the good things that are happening and make them feel. Because that was the benefit mostly of billboards. As an employee, That's true. they saw them. They and they're them. like, oh, look at that. that was I love a big it. Question from the rest of the company is why we don't have more billboards. Today. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I well, don't get Kevin started. Know, I know. <laughs> you know who is amazing to go talk to about that is go find Steve Shoemaker. Okay. Oh yeah, he's he good. Is your and he's fun on that journey. That's my guy. Okay. <laughs> he was uh, first guest on the podcast too, I think. Yeah. Right. He's a good first dude. One? Yep. No, but he went through that same thing because when he shifted everything to digital, people are like, I don't see our. Are we going out of business? Like. Right. Where is all of our stuff? Yeah. yeah, and I was able to do a small presentation with other um, divisions in the company, and I uh, I want to continue to grow that relationship and yeah. show value throughout the year. And again, I'm pointing at myself, but certain personality types are like, this is such a waste of time. I know. Like, why can't we all just do our jobs? Or our but it really is necessary. So yeah. you don't get yeah. sideswiped by another division. Or right. I agree. I agree. Awesome. Well, thank Good you, guys. Good stuff. Thanks. Beth and Enjoy Beth. Thanks. I appreciate Amazing. it. Yeah, thank you. Looking Amazing. <laughs> All right. Come on over here, Bryce. Next up, Bryce from Chesapeake Homes. Hi, guys. And tell everyone your position. I am the marketing coordinator for Chesapeake Homes. Amazing. Rockstar. Unicorn in the making. You haven't been knighted yet, have you? No. Okay. Not I have not been knighted. And you guys sell in a few there. states. Yes, we do. So we're in Virginia, North Carolina, and South Carolina. Oh, man. And you work with Carrie, another yes, superstar of the, of the industry. So uh, before we get into the main two questions we're asking everyone, a little small talk, because I think this is fascinating. And maybe why do you convert has grown the way we have. You were what major in school? 
So I was a marketing and business analytics major. So, which should be like right what we do, I think. Exactly. And I was a information technology major, okay. just for context. There you, oh, there you go. Which there is go. interesting. I was a computer graphic arts major. Okay. okay. Special effects, I thought. Oh, neat. Um, Star Wars movie. Yeah, exactly. It all comes back to Star Wars. There you go. Well, we were, <laughs> Andrew and I were doing an analytics course in Columbus about a year Ohio, ago now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Bryce is there, and she said what her major was. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Well, it's, you just graduated. Like, how I much did, is this? Are you, are you bored right now? Is yeah. This? And she was like, no, actually, we've... We didn't learn a single soul of this in college. Yeah. Not a never, single thing. You think it'd be like six weeks on, like, website... Analytic. I don't know something where at least yeah. you would know some. We never even opened theory. up Google. Not one. Not one. That's just crazy. So I think there's just this huge vacuum, which we oh, yeah. all feel and know. Yeah. But until I had that conversation with you, I was like, well, certainly the the younger people coming out of school, like they're going to be primed and ready to go. And what we're seeing is they're definitely you're more you're certainly a digital native. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you TikTok? TED Talk. TikTok. Do you TikTok? Not no? necessarily. Snap? No. A little bit. Okay. Snap, snap's not cool anymore. A little snap. bit. <laughs> so, I mean, you're, you're more hip for sure. Yeah. You know, you know what the kids are doing these days because you're still one of them. Yeah. But in terms of actual, I can go apply this to my builder right now. It's just stunning to me how. Okay. On yeah. to question number one. Okay. Favorite part of day one? Anything. General session, marketing. Lunch. Track. Lunch. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I. Coffee. I'm a I'm a nerd with Andrew. Like I love it's great. analytics. It's my second second biggest analytics. fan. So <laughs> as I am learning, because I, I am definitely learning, I just love the nerd side of it. Yeah, I love Good. to be able to Good. like proof is in the numbers. Yeah. That's hundred percent me. It's proof kind is of in like the numbers. A magic trick to other people. Exactly. When you're like, Look what I just found. Exactly. Like, How do you know that? Exactly. This I love is, to prove people yeah. wrong with numbers. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Right. Prove them wrong. There's a vendetta with the numbers. Sorry, yeah. it's a little vindictive. I like it, but if that gets you going, then it's that's good. So question good number two yeah. is what what question do you hope gets answered in day two? Any problem you hope we can help you solve? Or well, you guys that... are my magical people, and I come to you for everything. So we do answer any questions. Yes, you do. Um, I think I know we touched a little bit on it today, the um, tag manager a little bit, but. I guess it's not necessarily questions I have. Um, since we are looking to build a new website, it's kind of more of like what I need to make sure is being activated onto our new uh, website. So like es- essentials of a great yeah, website. Exactly. Something. Exactly. This will be your first redesign or it is. major face. Yes. Yep. Oh my. So. And how many years, do you know how many years you haven't had a redesign? Three. Three? Okay. Yeah. It's been three years. Not too long, but. Um, but we did grow into a totally different market. Yeah. So we took on you're South large, Carolina. Builder. More complex. Yep. Yep. And your old site was WordPress. Word, I think it's WordPress back. It, yeah. would, it is a WordPress backend. So, yeah. yeah. So you're getting upgraded. Yeah. You'll love with an O'Neill, upgrade. Right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. Awesome. We're going with O'Neill. We're super excited. You will be, Sweet. You will be very happy. Yeah, I am. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah, they're, yeah. I won't promote too much, but they have a really cool administrative backend that you'll absolutely love compared to WordPress. <laughs> um, I think any builder, if you yeah. go from WordPress to something that's built for builders, yeah. that's a big. Yeah, yeah it's huge. Sure. I'm just excited to get like actually into. You'll be excited for the little star button that you just push that says, "This is the picture I want to show up first on Zillow." Yes, exactly. exactly. See, exactly. Yeah. Built for builders. Yes, yeah. amazing. Well, thanks for stopping well, thank by. You. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Thank we'll you. See you we'll see ya. See ya.
Oh, look who we found. Hey, guys. Our first guest ever. First guest ever. Back again. Happy to be back. And I want to make a clarification because I saw your face when when my client said this. But you were actually told not to come to the first four online I was I was uninvited. So (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Where was the first one? You weren't with the convert yet. Oh, yeah, no. I was there. It was in Dallas. Dallas. So, yeah, they had... You weren't with the convert I was not, no. So, yeah, they... They I uninvited cool you. Email and they're can't, like, hey, we're it's like a do wedding. You can't do that. Summit. And so I was like, hey, I'm in. I RSVP'd and I got a call from Mike. And he was like, hey, um, you don't need to come to this. And so Very he, tactical. You're, you've moved up in the organization. Well, well yeah, he, he uninvited. He said it's, it's going to be a little more basic. And so that, I was fine with that. But then like yeah. two weeks after the event, I bump into some people and they're like, Hey, yeah, we were at uh, the summit, and and we asked where Shoemaker was, and Mike's like, I don't know why he didn't come. Yeah. Oh my! So I you told under the Mike bus. that it's been five years now, and so that's you know, your heart has been right. healed. So today, Mike made a joke. I heard a stage. sermon on forgiveness <laughs> where, he, where he said, <laughs> "That's funny. Oh, Steve Shoemaker, look, thanks for joining us. Finally, after five years, I, know. I was oh, like, oh, I got to <laughs> know what's going through Steve's That's, that's right funny. That's no, no, but it was good. Here. It's a hey, it's first year and it's awesome. What a great turnout! Yeah. Unfortunately, this is an amazing view. I'm sure you've talked about it, what we're looking at here. It's yeah. it the is, Trump uh, Towers right across setting. the street. Trump Tower, the Chicago River. No River celebration of Mexican independence happening no. at this. That's moment. been fun. I've learned about that. It's great. I learned a yes. lot about that. A lot last of car night. horns. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, All right. what are we talking as, about? As one of the OGs of online marketing, yes. There's some great YouTube videos, I think, of you I, on the View Convert channel. I think I know what it's going to be. What was your highlight of day one? Because at this point, you've heard almost all of it, right? Well, so here's what's funny, because I, I thought about that. And I went back to my room after the end of the day, and I was kind of looking through my notes. And I've been doing this almost 16 years, right? It's a minute. And we got into the weeds today. Yeah, on we did analytics. It. Sorry, not sorry. And on Facebook. All of it. And on tracking, and I mean, we got, it was a deep dive, and it was awesome. And I go look at my notes, and I had one thing circled, (laughs) and it said, make our home descriptions better. Mm. So, it's just funny, like, you do this a long time, and you get down into the weeds, and the testing, and tracking, and all the sophisticated things, and then you leave with, like, you know what, we need to go back to the basics on some stuff, like, our, our descriptions of our available homes... And knowing how your mind works and and how you can become process-oriented once you raise your hand on something. I I know why you circled it because you're like, I I know I can do that. You can do that. Exactly. I got that one Because there's some of it like you – I'm I'm like, I I just – like I look at some of the rendering stuff in my head. It's it's maybe a weakness of mine, but I I look at it and I'm like, man, I just – the administrative side of executing around this – Sure. I don't know how yeah. to fix that tomorrow. Yeah. You know, That's true. Yeah. and you already have a process for all your photos on your field homes. Yeah. Yep. So this is kind of like the next step and like, well, that's an easy loop to finish up. Well, there's Let's nobody that done. owns some stuff, some of that stuff. Gotcha. You know, Ownership. Um, we're yeah, very specialized in our marketing department. Between yeah. sales and marketing and what goes in the MLS is different than what's going to sales. Well, you automate MLS and then... It's like, well, just copy and paste our descriptions from MLS and the yeah. website. Let's hope it's right. Yeah. Let's hope we and like it. And they all say, showstopper here. Three beds, two beds. You know, like, <laughs> showstopper. Honey, stop the car. You know, they all. <laughs> honey, stop the and, car. And they're not bad. That's but, funny. But I loved how in your wheel of importance online, you push content to the front. Yeah. Because it kind of used to be the thing that tied all the other stuff together. I noticed there wasn't a website on there. That just, like, 
back at, you yeah, know what I mean? That's zero, step zero. Yeah, right? step, step zero, zero, yeah. But it used to be, yeah. you gotta have a great website. Yeah. That's a given, yeah. Content was kind of the tail at the end that tied it all together, and now it is the thing. Like, you could, I, you might you might be able to get away with not, uh, this may be sacrifice, you might be able to get away with out a website. There's no doubt. Great content. If you're it, a small builder, I, I know what you mean. I know, I know what, what you mean, mean too. If you're a small yeah. builder, there's certainly other things. And even Andrew Garberson kind of said, as things have changed, you kind of do so have to remind yourself, why do we put this much effort in? Like, yeah. Because, it, yeah, it's, it's not sacrilege. I, I was just surprised at how hard, as I sat down for context of you listening, I have this kind of five things that I've always said give you return on your investment. And they're the same five things, but I've completely shuffled the order based upon how I feel like things have adapted. And I used to have, it might be just my own bias, but I had content as number five because as a creator myself and a DIY, like the podcast for the first year, I was editing yeah. it and figuring out how we do it. And I've got all this camera equipment and I just like to do it myself. So I never saw it as a necessarily a high financial investment. And then over the last two years, especially of coaching people, who identified it, and even if they have DIY capabilities, it was just like, wow, most builders are gonna have to pay for someone else. You know, it's like the Truly method that I've talked about before. This is what I want, find a partner you can trust, but to create all of the breadth and depth of content that's necessary, I just don't think it's realistic for everyone to DIY. I agree. Uh, it's, it's hard work. It is. Yeah, I don't think uh, distribution is the bottleneck anymore. I think that might be the with Facebook's AI and you know it's that's not the limiting point right. anymore. I mean, think about this. Uh, now, today, every once in a while, when we start working with someone. They'll say, "Now, are you going to do all of our media buying as well?" Like, uh, <laughs> that's like, an old word. Wow, uh, is there still a person who is thinking? Yeah just about that and that was a big deal back yeah. in newspaper days I mean if you were going to buy that much media of course yeah. you were going to talk to someone who's going to try to get you a discount on the set. yeah and I mean my I started at an, I know you've told people I started in the airline industry which is <laughs> Not shouting out why, but it was I was an ad agency, and I always thought it was funny around Christmas time. Like I was in the public relations department, and we mm. were lavishing gifts on media people and all these external people. And then I'd walk past our media buying department, and their cubicles would be full of gifts from all the <laughs> yeah. TV stations. That's hilarious. Like our stuff was going out, and all their stuff was just piling up, and they weren't sharing any of it. Oh. Me, okay. me. Second question, and then we'll let you go back okay. to the party. Uh, the question that you hope gets answered. I don't know if you've got questions left, honestly. This is, yeah. and that's not sarcasm, folks. I really. Steve was on first for a reason in terms of level. That's true. I don't, that's true. No, that's a, a topic great... or a question that you hope. Man, I didn't even see this on the schedule, but I hope it just it's something they can. Well, I'm gonna good, go. Good. Okay, it's not a question, but you know I'm. 42. I'm older than a lot of these people. I'm looking out over a bunch of youngins over here. When did that happen? Yeah. But so I was thinking today just about um, relationships. And I don't know that it's a question, but but a topic maybe that's not talked about enough for younger generation in this industry. I have been so blessed by the relationships in this industry doing it a while and I was talking to a friend last night and he was like so what are you doing in Chicago and I was telling him and he was like what do you learn there and I was like you know dude really you hear content but then you go talk to people 
outside in the hallway and you get as much out of that as you do the actual yep. mm-hmm. content itself. And so, I agree. You know, I, I don't know that that's talked about enough. I, like, I try to talk about it with my kids. Like, all the great things that happened in my life have happened because of relationships I've formed. And right. it, it, it has to be a priority for you. You mm-hmm. have to do it. You have to have yeah. the support of owners of your company to do it. And yeah. I don't know how you foster more of that. Well, intentionality is the yeah. only quick answer I can give you of, of looking for it and seeking it out and yeah. doing reverse. But, you know, I think it's so interesting... I've never been in war, thank goodness, because I'm a pacifist. I Are you getting ready to equate home building to war? <laughs> home well, building what I think war. is interesting is we started a long time ago, the original Marketing Unicorn yep. Club. And it was four builders. We get together on a semi-regular basis and talk about a topic on Skype. And there's something about, you know, the Band of Brothers concept of, you know, I've only spent collectively over the last 10 years between IBS and BCBC and this, you coming to visit me in Pittsburgh, maybe three and a half days of my life, but because we've shared similar struggles and live in the yep. same industry, it's not just you. There's there, Of the 200 people here, there's probably a good 25 that I know if it was bad enough, it's crazy. I'd be like, hey, I need you to watch my kids for three days. Yeah. Or I, I would oh, yeah. get on a plane and go somewhere else. And it's that, it's that concept of it kind of goes beyond the industry connection. you're in. You know, there are, I kind of look at it like if I left this industry today, mm-hmm. so I went to the airline industry. <laughs> yeah, I hear it's um, great. Um, yeah, I bet it's awesome. Um, there are certain people and individuals that you would maintain a relationship sure. and be intentional about outside oh, yeah. the industry. And, you know, so that's, it, it's, it's important. Yeah. And it's, it's valuable. But I think you're right. I think, I think um, someone, maybe, maybe you, should because you yeah. coached and mentored quite a few people in your yeah. days, sales and marketing. Fired a few too, so I hear. I'm just kidding. Urban legend. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Don't uh, mention that. <laughs> but someone better create some content about that and put it on some type of text service so yeah, medium people will read it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and just identify matchmaking too. You know, as Vernon came back from that Dow event, he's like, "Hey, you need to oh. meet this guy from Pittsburgh." Cause He's just as crazy as you are. Like, He's just this crazy stupid. as you are. You know, like, he, I was like, oh, you're right. Okay, Vernon. Okay, okay. Yeah, anyway, awesome. I know that wasn't what you were You were asking for, like... No, that's you know, good. No, that's, but I, I was just thinking about that. Well, I think that, that could be... That's more valuable than any of the right. tactical yep. things. Because, yeah. yeah, you can't Andrew, replace that. And Andrew, even though you guys bleeped it out, you know, during the broadcast of who you came to visit, oh, yeah. like... It was, my, visit. it was my most favorite was, trip to Oklahoma. It was, I've ever had. It was great. Uh, haunted hotel and everything. Yeah, he stayed in the haunted hotel. He had some awkward conversations with the owner of our company. And, That's know, the best part. Now. Yeah, again. I, help me sell a house. I did. I don't want to yeah. keep you too long, so we'll, we'll, we'll right. end it. But of all the 200 people here, there's probably only five, maybe, maybe four who I could say unequivocally, like, you need to reach out to that person and they will try to assist you in some way, right? And you're one of those people of, yeah. Yeah. okay, Andrew, we want to send you, oh, it's going to be Steve, of course, of course, of course. Yeah. 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 Next time, come in the fall, brother. It won't it's be Steve. cold and rainy. Yeah. Oh. Thanks cold and rainy. Thanks for having me on this awesome format. Oh, yeah. Thanks for inviting me yeah. this year and not uninviting me. You need to be the first <laughs> Every year. official second guest, too, so we got to get that. Okay. That's true. And when Episode. we do... Something. When I come back on, I will tell you about how we were in the parade of homes this year. Nice. Oh, secrets, secrets. Without actually being in the parade, maybe? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. We're in the actual parade. Okay. But I did not, I'm not paying for it at a market. I think you made your own parade. Ooh. All right. We had a parade here last I night. Like, we had a parade last night. That's true. <laughs> yeah. 
Right. It's for all of you. It was all great. Right, guys, thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Have fun. Anytime. All right. Alana. We're here. A no, money. Elena. Elena. <laughs> you know oh, we were just talking Elena. about that. Elena, Elena. <laughs> Tomato. Oh my goodness. Elena. You just got my name wrong. And she was a keynote. I'm going to call you A Money. That's your real <laughs> I name. I like A Money. A Money Garment. A Money Garment. Dollar sign. Dollar sign. Dollar yeah. sign. And now the G. A Money G. I'm A Money Garment now. Oh. So A dollar sign G. Oh, actually Garment, yes. Yeah, it's actually Garment. It's like your rap name. It something. is. I've like always it. wanted a rap name. So See? you were you one it. of our keynote speakers this morning. I was. Did that I was do an blast. okay job? Oh, yeah. Okay. Everyone loved it. And we, we put great. you between two more technically minded individuals. Yeah. And Steve Passanelli and Jeff Turner, but you rocked it. Oh, thank you. And definitely encouraged people to find creative ways to add magic. Yes. To the everyday. Yes, absolutely. But that's not why you're here. Okay. Why am I here? Awesome. We're here to ask you two questions. Okay. Only you two. Also, you also got to hear content today. Okay. So what was your favorite takeaway from all of day one? Favorite Ooh. concepts? Speak- and you were mostly on the, where did you hang out at? So you know what's so over. funny? I hung out over? with you guys. Okay. And then I realized I wasn't smart enough. Oh, <laughs> you're... After she heard the You're word smart in different ways. I am. I, you know what? That's Everyone's different. true. I'm smart in a different way, but what it, it made me appreciate how much, how far we can really take it. Like, we're not even, my, my husband true. likes to say, wait till we start trying. Wait till we and start I, trying. I think we're I mean, not you do a few homes per year. That. Everyone loves you. Elena's going to be the problem. You know, Jeff Why? was talking about you have to be a creative to figure out how to utilize AI. Yeah. You got that in spades. Oh, right? thank so, you. Yeah. Coming up with the concept. Yeah, I don't all. have a you problem with that. But I, I wish over. I spoke the language as as natively as you did. You, your first language is marketing and metrics, and I want to find like a fractional so CMO. Here, here's, I'll tell you all a secret. That is interesting. Just the three of yeah. us right now. Uh-oh. Yeah, I like secrets. I'm not really a super organized person, and numbers are really hard for me. You're kidding. Exactly. That's but so surprising. I have no alternative. With the chaos that I was in, and right. I love you all if you're listening, the folks at Heartland originally, <laughs> it was chaos. Yeah. I mean, people, the owner, Gus Gillespie, would come in and be like, I think we need to fire, you know, large amounts of people. And then mm. it was just, it was a roller coaster ride. And I was like, okay, I just yeah. moved my family to Pittsburgh, right. just sold our house. We right. have a one-year-old daughter. And I have to fire a lot of people. I have no choice. Right. You know? And it's I never swim. really, until I got to Heartland, I knew marketing. But I wasn't, and then the downturn, of course, was the second shoe to drop. Right. Like, I don't. Okay, we're going digital because we can't afford to do yeah. the way we used to. We I I think that's how I flex yeah. my creative muscles. I think growing a company in the downturn and not having any money, you have to rely on what's free. And what was free to me was just trying stuff mm-hmm. and just really, you know, seeing what had traction and what didn't. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think that's how we carved it out but but I was in the right space for my own magic I think that well and you found Mr. Garmin who's the perfect yin to your yang he is that does help that does help I really wished he was here today I kept texting him like you need to be in this room because he speaks numbers so fluently and we've been missing I think I told you guys when we were on the podcast earlier that if I had someone that spoke marketing natively like you guys did our company would be completely different. And that's what I'm taking away from this conference. It's like, I need that. I need that DNA. Well, that, you may not remember this, but there was maybe three or four years ago, or I don't know, you were like, hey, I'm getting a lot of pushback about the amount of 
text on my website. Like everyone yes. says, no one reads anymore. Right. No I remember talking like, about hey, this. Yeah, oh, I remember talking. And about I'm like, this. I love it. Like, oh, there ain't money. Like, we need yeah. more. Don't you know? And and so I think that's what has always excited me about you. It's kind of like raw. It all comes back to Star Wars. Raw talent in the force. Right? Yes. In yeah. terms of if you just knew a little bit about how to control the data and what yes. the data, like, right? Yes. Then you would become a true <laughs> Jedi. I'm the Jedi. It was like, doesn't know she's a Jedi. Yeah. But I, I can't, I mean, I was literally in that <laughs> that room with you guys and I was really trying to hang and I was like, oh. <laughs> I want it. I want to understand it, but okay, I don't. Okay, so question number two then. Okay. Uh, what question do you <laughs> hope we answer? Ooh. About question? Marketing? Yeah, any topic that you, whether Anything. it's on the schedule or not, just something you hope you learn or a problem that you're like, man, if they can just give me some direction on this. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, you guys always deliver. You guys always make me think a lot about everything. Like, I want to go home and, like, scrap it and be like, we're starting from scratch. <laughs> we're starting over. Oh, no. Well, don't we're do that. We're starting don't over. Do that. I'm putting. No. <laughs> do you convert yeah, the budget? Remember, nobody nobody asked me about it. No one asked me. No, I think, oh, I think what I want you guys to deliver is obviously, I mean, this is terribly selfish, but for someone like me, like, diagnose me, like, what do I do? What do I do next? Because mm. I'm sitting in that room like, thinking, like, what's your like, next wow, catalyst? Like, what's your opportunity? So like, yeah, like, what's my next best step okay. with me. really leveraging, like, what taking you already all, have. The, all the good stuff I have? Yeah, Everyone exactly. needs your magic. They all need your magic. Hang yeah. with me, and we've got, our, we've got our final guest in the wings. Okay. But right now, everyone's talking about all these new streaming services, right? Disney Plus. Yeah. We've got uh, CBS has their streaming service. Netflix. What's the other one that's coming Apple, Apple, Apple Plus. Yeah, I'm super excited about the Apple one. Free, no, right? I just want so, Disney Plus. That's what I want. Really? Gonna, yeah. Disney Plus will definitely it will take over right here. It's gonna own because of nostalgia plus what I what I really want to get to is yeah. they control the best factory for great content creation that then can be monetized and merchandised through experiences, yeah. through through retail, through merchandise, through all these other things. Stranger Things had a little bit of, oh, you can see a lunchbox or whatever, yeah. but nothing like Marvel, nothing like Star Wars, right? They can, nope. so, but, but the reason I brought that up is because now that everyone's getting into streaming, distribution is not a concern. It's all about finding the content, yeah. or creating the content as yeah. efficiently, effectively, and executing the best way possible on content creation. Yeah. yeah, there was Blockbuster, then Redbox, and Netflix, and Netflix right. took over, and now that's at the end of the day, now a, there's a, a cool gold thing rush anymore. on. Yeah. We need the best producers, we need the best directors, we need the best actors, because there's only so many of them. You thought they got paid a lot of money before? Right. They get paid even more money now. Oh, yeah. yeah. And what I think is so interesting about you is, again, content creation. We talked a little bit about with Steve Shoemaker, I put content number one now, as opposed to number five on my top five returns. Yeah. Because most people cannot DIY content. I, I, I feel like I can. can. Okay. I know good. you can. I agree. Okay, good. You I'm glad because I thought a, I could. And but the I'm other stuff is, <laughs> I'm biased. But I'm like, oh, the other stuff is so easy. Like, right. No, content, it is. It, it is. I guess that yeah. We're it, documenting the crimes. It will only get easier. So better. I can hire for the other stuff, but I can create. Well, the that's stuff just a that general. Is, yeah. You, yeah. You can yeah. hire. But you can DIY with a natural bent of difference that's not artificial. Back to your keynote transparency and it's just who you are. Yeah. And you by nature create and you by nature create with a different purpose and, and message. 
Oh, so thank you. We got to, I think Mike Lyon would say, we just got to augment you. Yeah. With the right. Just yeah. It's been fun kind of there. digging back in to build like a girl and, and examining it 10 years in later fact, for a podcast. Why don't you have your own podcast? We are. We're developing it now. Okay, good. Well, my husband's a little particular about the production value. Oh, oh you just God. have to do it, I think. But yeah, so we've interviewed a lot we're of people from the, the original. And then you should record it on a eight track. Eight track. And legitimately do <laughs> on purpose mixtape style production value. Wait till you see the present I bought. I brought you all. You're going to oh, be wow. very excited. Nice. I am excited. Okay. Is there anything else you want to share with the world? that they should be here. <laughs> really. I mean, I was, I go to a lot of conferences. I get asked to speak a lot of things. I can tell you personally that for me, the bar is was so high for me here. I had like a little panic attack before I went on stage because what you guys know? are, I have a thing about smart people and I really like to gravitate towards smart people. I think you guys are the smartest people in our industry and it meant a lot to me to be here and I just wanted to be able to add as much value as I think you all do to the industry. We need like a hug. We're doing a hug right now. <laughs> We're hugging. Thank you. Hugging on the podcast. Yeah, thank you. It Everyone makes me uncomfortable when people say nice things. So well, it does. We're like, <laughs> don't give us praise. This is weird. This no, is weird. you guys. We like it's it. really. There's a lot of conferences I go to. I was like, I wish I was home with my kids. Well, come back but and bring Jim. I am going to, yeah. and I'm going to bring some more people from our company. Good. So awesome. Good. Thank you. We love Sweet. us in North Carolina. North Carolina, Texas, California, Virginia. It's top four markets. In yeah. terms of listenership for this podcast, by far. Makes sense. Awesome. Makes sense. Thank you. All right. You're See right. ya. Yeah. Here we go. Last but not least, Mr. Turner, step on up to the microphone. Mr. Turner. Just raise it up. You're slightly taller. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit taller. Everybody's just a little bit taller than her. I haven't seen Steve, but this is great. We've got two of the three morning keynote folks. And I'm always curious when people don't normally hang around us. I mean, we know each other, but you don't yeah. you don't hang with this crowd as often. Uh, what were your perspectives on how the keynote kind of flow was working? Oh, well, you do a lot of talking. No, I do a lot of talking. I think the mistake that most conferences make is that they they don't curate the content uh, in a story form. Mm. We were literally just talking about this at uh, NAR headquarters uh, the day before. There's. There's this tendency for conferences to choose uh, talking heads or speakers based yeah. upon popularity yes. or... Yep. And, and what ends up happening is they lose control over the flow of the content. And so the conference ends up not having a story. You know, the conference is just this sort of disconnected thing. And a sales and marketing conference with no story would be an ironic right. thing indeed, wouldn't it? it no, would it, it would, but you'd be... Well, mate, you won't. You wouldn't be surprised. It's more common than not that there there is really even even in a track. So you know, you'll go to a I won't name any names. You go to a conference and there'll be a marketing track and there'll be a broker track and there'll be a you know whatever track. But within that track, even then, there's no story. And so I thought this morning the the story flowed. I mean, I I think I said to you before I went up on stage, the setup of the first two keynotes was absolutely on point like I could I I could see myself working some of the things they had said into my own presentation yeah. which I think yeah. I did yeah and so it it's really um, it's really nice to come to a conference and feel that flow 
because you know it was thought out. And, and I, I really felt that this morning. I could, so I could it, tell what it was. It's always what a balancing act of, yeah. you know, in today's society where people flip channels so fast. As someone putting on an event like this, you're like, hmm, I wonder if, you know, two in, people are like, can we talk about something totally different? But I, in, in this case, it was. It was yeah, but I, but I think because you limited, if you yeah. had put three 45 minute speakers right. back to back like that, then yeah, I think that would have been a major fail. Because, yeah. um, you know, we all could have gone sure. way deeper into oh, yeah. so our subject. Andrew, matter. his 15 yeah. minute to 20 minute talk that he gave today. He's given at one point three and a half hours. Three and a half hours. Yeah, I remember yeah. that story. Yeah, it, it did flow nicely. It was almost like a channel and a half difference if you're talking about like changing channel on TV. Yeah, oh. it was like just a little bit different perspective on the same. It felt like a mini series. You know? <laughs> yeah, there we go. Good. I mean, it was a mini series on that. That's the way it. That's the way it felt. And so, yeah. I felt as a as somebody who's you know I don't speak for a living, but I speak probably more than the average human. It's really nice to be associated with that kind of thing. You feel like you don't have to carry as much weight personally because it's been shared? It's not It's not even that. It's that um, you don't have to get yourself sort of psyched up before you go on the stage because the person before you, like, gotcha. I don't even know yes. how that gotcha. relates yeah. to what I'm talking about. Like, how, does this, how is this yeah. even connected? That how mental I, strain is not there. It's not, I, Yeah, I call it mental debt. You, you know, you, you, got, yeah. you have this... this Stuff that's just rumbling around in your brain, and it makes it difficult to go to figure out how am I going to go and pull this audience into what is now a completely different topic, yeah. and definitely a I don't say difficult topic, but something that people don't really think about that deeply. The way you brought it up, almost maybe intentionally so because they're terrified. Yeah, yes. and, well, I think you even said I, we were terrified. On, on, honestly, <laughs> I didn't go anywhere near as deep into the terrifying stuff as I normally do because I didn't have enough time. The, the, I typically front load a whole about 30 minutes of really terrifying examples of what's possible today because I don't believe most people really fully grasp that this isn't some future world that if these things were unleashed in certain ways that we'd have problems and it's only the lack of a market or the lack of somebody being able to figure out how am I going to make money on it right now that's mm -hmm. keeping these things back this might take us in a whole different direction for a minute, but that's okay. I almost wonder if some of the stuff that's being created from a technical standpoint, it's way easier to visualize and understand how this could be used negatively than truly positive. No, it, not even from an unintended consequences, but you know, your example of CRISPR or other things is like okay, it's almost like you developed a nuclear warhead and now said after we developed that, how could we use this for the yeah, good of humanity? Something good. And well, it, so it, and, and in this case, and I can't remember his name, but the guy who invented the technology that allows you to go one step further than CRISPR, yeah. which is really to, to literally change an entire species forever. Um, because you can't. He, he was so excited, went to bed, woke up terrified. And he took a step back and he said, I can't, I can't tell anyone. Um, one, my favorite podcast, and I apologize, oh, your no, podcast plug, is not plug my away. favorite, is yeah. um, Should This Exist? Oh, that's a great Should one. This Exist? By Katerina Fake. I need to add it. And Katerina okay. Fake, you know, founded Flickr. She's been an early stage uh, venture capital funder of like Etsy. And so she has, wow, a, okay. she has a really thoughtful approach to how she invests money. And so the podcast is exactly what the name is. Should This Technology Exist? Because we can doesn't necessarily mean that we should. Yes. 
Agreed. And I, I think it's In a world this big, though, I mean, you still have to make the right moral, moral choice for you, no doubt. Well, and I, I think that's, you know, let's talk about this uh, CRISPR gene drive, because that's, that's what it is. So there's a gene, there's, there's actually a mechanism inside of our genes that this guy embeds this stuff in. Well, so here's what he did. Some people are so unbelievably brilliant that it's hard to grasp. He's figured out a way to stop it after certain cycles. So he can actually build it into a gene. Like a self-destruct button. It's a self-destruct. So after three generations, it stops passing itself on. Like, that is, that is crazy. mind-blowing. To, to our listeners that didn't hear this, it's almost like GMO, if you think about corn or yeah. any plant, yeah, yeah, yeah. except applied to a cow, a pig. Or, or, Same theory or to of a like, human. Or like, human. If, but if, then the positive, you'd be like, well, maybe this X, Y, Z disease is gone. There's infinitely right? more complex questions to sort out of how do I turn this into a saleable product or create a market? That is, but, that but is also positive. There are so many great things, like the malaria. Let's talk about malaria. malaria. Yeah. yeah. Right? You could, you could edit the gene of a mosquito to no longer be attracted to the smell of a human. Can we terrify people? Well, it's a terrifying thing. There'll be subclasses of humans. But right? this is the problem. You get crazy here. You have to then think, what are the unintended potential consequences yeah. of now mosquitoes? Don't, what are they going to bite instead? What are we, what, what thing that we don't understand? What butterfly effect? Right. Is going to come and wreak havoc. I've seen on too our many world. movies. I'm I've like, seen, my mind's going I've like, seen there's way too, too many, many people. Movies. Population That's control, right. like all these crazy, That's terrible, right. like if we're living till 200. I just think in a world where it's really hard to get people to understand how Facebook ads work. Yeah, and this is <laughs> like 100 to times. Create a market big enough. Well, and I, I think the the question that we have to ask ourselves is, what does Facebook know that they're not telling us? What what Everything. does Facebook? Well, and what does Facebook plan to do with that? And I, my biggest issue right now, I mean, I had a conversation uh, with several friends over the last two weeks about potentially just not posting on Facebook or any Facebook-owned property anymore. Not just because of the, the privacy issues that I, I feel about their yeah. data, um, but recent stories about how they're treating workers who are monitoring content. Oh, sure, yeah. And the, and I've read those articles, too. They're, they're horrifying, mm -hmm. right? So... I don't know. I don't want to take this into some weird. No, this is you why know, you're the last one. We can go this is, yeah. Because I, I also, uh, yeah. There's so a moral dilemma, right? There is, and, and it's it's multi-layered. It's not just about the privacy concerns and what are they doing with data and what harmful things can be done with that data. What experiments are they already running with that data? Um, I think they know way more about what they've allowed to happen. This is my, and I'm not I a conspiracy theorist, but I, I I don't believe they're completely. Um, uncognizant. Well, that's why so many people got upset about the fact that they yep. were only fined $5 billion. Exactly. Because essentially, it's an experiment. Like you said, it was, let's make this experiment and right. what would let I, it run this way. Would I have paid $5 billion to run that experiment? Yeah. The answer to I, them is yes, because they'd yeah. be the back in their stock right. in six hours. So I, I feel like we've got to do a better job of helping um, everyone in the business community begin to engage in conversations that you know have a should-this-exist kind of mentality about them. What's our responsibility as business people in the face of you know massive profits to think differently about how we engage with these pieces of technology that we're creating? Yeah. 
But I think it's important. I, I don't think so it's So I a, saw you join Vero. I did. How did you see that ago. I joined Vero? <laughs> uh, I joined it Jeez. shortly after one of the Kardashians caused uh, of you know, a million people to sign up. Well, and so I did that days. because I, I was like, if I'm not going to use Instagram, what am I going to use? So you pick is what I think I've settled on. Um, because it's a group of professional photographers. The, I mean, I've been on there a week and I've had like 30,000 engagements with my photos. Um, and it's it's more intelligent engagement. Yeah. So, you know, can I give up Instagram then? Right? Yeah. So, yeah, I tried Vero. I tried a couple of other things. Guru, Shots. You know, I tried a whole bunch of different apps to see if they could replace Instagram for me. Because I'm uh-huh. seriously in this mentality okay. of, I don't want to do that. Last gotcha. thing on this, and then I'll ask you my second question. Or maybe I didn't ask you my first one yet. Um, how you solve the antitrust concern. A lot of people are talking about just breaking up Facebook and Instagram with separate companies. My hunch is that, and I don't know if the government will get there, is all they really need to do is free the data within the platform. Breaking up platforms doesn't do as much as just saying, oh, you want to join that other social network and bring everything over in terms of Yeah, but I'm I'm not convinced that that's true because let's say another social platform starts up Mm-hmm. What's the what's the energy? What's the liftoff? What, you, how much energy is going to be required for? I can take my data over, but if my friends don't follow me, I'm sitting on an island with a whole bunch well, of data. Well, never turning Facebook off. I, I'm thinking about my mm. wife in the scenario. Of, she yeah. would never turn it off if all those memories would be lost, right? And as long as that account remains somewhat active, the pixel's still tracking her. She's still got privacy issues. Right. Recite. And so I think. If we if we go back to the consumer owns their data, right. and you don't have to worry about losing it. It could. You think about apps that used originally before everyone freaked out. If you could just import your Facebook friends list into the app, yeah, that was for many months or years a quick way for an app to grow fast. Hmm. I, I just think there might be something to this idea of a separate Instagram from a separate Facebook. To me, just creates two really powerful I mean, entities. You can there. export your data yeah. from Facebook. For the longest time, I had on my blog. Yeah. A, a way for you to surf my Facebook. Yeah, I just built it in HTML, and so you could surf my entire yeah. Facebook and my Twitter as well. So I, I archived it, and I gave up on it because they they weren't they weren't giving you truly a hundred percent of it. Right, right. that's what I mean. Um, but it, it was a big, huge file. It was yeah. several oh, yeah. gigabytes. I did that once. Stuff. And I, yeah, I couldn't wait for the. But this uh, for me, it's download. it's it's more than that. It's. Um, I'm not as concerned about the memories because, you know, I'm a bit of a photo geek and I I have every photo I've ever taken already backed up on like five different drives and three different, you know, cloud systems. And and YouTube. And so I'm not worried about, I'm not worried about that. I'm, I'm way more concerned about the potential ethical, moral issues that are arising from a company that has... Uh, more, maybe more power than any yeah. company we've ever seen. Not just from a financial I've standpoint. I've seen you start to retweet, but Scott Galloway is one of my favorite yeah. people talking about a lot of this too, in terms of the weaponization of that technology. No, I, I think I think we have every right to be concerned, and I I think you know if the longer we wait, the more difficult it's going to be. Breaking up Facebook, what does that do? Right. That's I don't. I mean, Instagram would be powerful on its own, yeah. but Facebook would continue to grow more powerful there's yeah. no reason why it would... I don't think it'll do much of anything no I don't really. think so either people have so two I, logins unless the network effects now, right? travel freely 
I don't know how you unbundle that. No, I, I yeah. and I don't either. And the the sad part of it is, you know, when you're sitting and making, and I'm talking as an individual yeah. right, who doesn't have a um, a commercial reason really to be engaging with Facebook. I don't run Facebook ads. Um, but I know for a fact that when I post a link to my photo blog on Facebook, I get 10 times more visits than when I post it on Twitter. I mean, that's real. So if you're a marketer and that's what this conference is about and you're not really taking advantage. Well, no, it's not cool anymore, Jeff. We're all on Insta and working our way because Facebook's old news, right? That's what cracks me up. Well, see, but it's still, it's all Facebook. Right. It's all Facebook. I know. And, and honestly, if they wanted to, they'd just go buy another one. And, and that's really where, when you're talking about antitrust and, yeah. and the power, if they, let's say they decided, you know what, everybody's moving to Snapchat, we're just going to buy Snapchat. I mean, Apple, Google, Amazon, Facebook, they've got, and Apple specifically, they have so, their cash reserves are mind-blowing. So they literally could buy anything. Ask, that is sorry. home. That Last is question. Sorry. I was going to say Amazon, Google, going. and Facebook just going there. Well, I'll let you do what I think yeah, you're going to say. Talk about Amazon. That's oh, well, say talk. Google. Yeah. What you're looking for. Yeah. What you're going to do, sort of, right? Yeah. Facebook, what you're doing, what you've done. Yeah. Amazon, what you buy. Yeah. It's almost like what other aspect is missing from my life for thinking about privacy or really anything like what is nothing is there anything missing I don't think there yeah no because I mean Amazon doesn't get the same rap that everyone else does yet they don't and I think that's what's so surprising and I'd be I think that's more privacy Kevin and I talked about this before what Amazon has on everyone is such a greater um, I think what Google has as well though Facebook gets some of it Google has more of it yeah I've told people for a long time Google knows you better than your wife knows you. Google knows what you're doing late at night. Everything. E- Everything. Even when you go incognito in your... Yeah. Or your, it, your ISP. It doesn't like matter. Yeah. Google sees everything. Yep, they know it. And, and so we... You know, I... Kids, you know, become a topic when you're when you're doing this. And how are you educating your kids to be literate about this stuff? How do you... It's not that I want them to be Luddites and not participate in social media. I just want them to be cognizant of what's happening in the social media space. How much data is being collected? What's being watched? Who's watching it? Um, and to not make decisions that they're going to really, 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 really regret at some point down the road. I always try to oversimplify things. It doesn't often work, but I feel like privacy is the new organic. Like Maybe. kids today, yeah. ten years ago, everyone's like, "Is that organic? Is that organic?" Now, now I do. My young cousins, they're concerned about data collection and who's watching and what app they're using, not using. Well, and I do think there are lots more people using apps like Telegram and Signal and those that are really doing, you know, true end-to-end encryption, yeah. or at least they tell us they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, question number one and question number two. <laughs> Good talk. That's uh, fine. That's that. fine. We'll make it, but we can, we can put it on a, an extra episode. Okay, question number one. As a as a speaker yourself, though, what was yeah. the thing that you heard today that you enjoyed the most from another speaker? Oh, listen, I um, I really enjoyed Steve's presentation. I mean, I'm, I'm a big fan of BombBomb to yep. begin with. They're a great company. Uh, I think Steve does a really good job of articulating, you know, why this notion of getting face-to-face 
in the most efficient way possible becomes a real differentiator. I think he does a good job of breaking down what the barriers are. And you take that and you add on the magic of the story brand. That that's it, you know. And so it, it's and I I came back and I sat in on his uh, hour and a half long session in the afternoon because I wanted to I wanted to see how he finished out the whole story brand, oh, yeah. you know, portion of it. Um, and it you know it aligned with everything that was in the first three keynote presentations. So I was I was really impressed with the thoughtfulness of his presentation and and the thoughtfulness of the educational session that he did later in the afternoon as well. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Question number two. How is this going to be relevant to you? I don't know because you're flying out uh, early tomorrow. Correct. Uh, what topic do you think we should cover? Only spending a yeah that we should should Something be covering with a group like this. That maybe whether you know we're talking that. about it yeah. or have already talked about. It, what's the what are the most important things that should be talked about that aren't? Or I, I don't think I can answer that question. Like, you know, I don't live in in this. New home well, what if we were talking space. to a group of realtors? What, what if, in that space, what do they need to be here? Honestly, the group, the groups of realtors that I typically speak to would have done really good to hear everything this morning. I'm not trying to blow smoke up your nose right now. Um, <laughs> that was my nice way of saying it. I don't. The content today was really good. Good. Cool. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for oh, coming out. It was great. I'm, and you're, you're, it's always good to see you. I'm excited about this photo walk tomorrow because I have never been on a photo walk. I do not know what's going to oh, really? happen. Are, am I going to show up and you're going to be like, hey, everyone, we're going to, are you leading? Are you the Yeah, guy? so, I mean, I've been to we Chicago enough to thing? know. Yeah, we all sort of walk together and, you know, people be pointing. And if people want to talk about photography, you know, that's part of the reason why you and I are sort of leading it is that mm-hmm. you're a big camera geek. I'm a big camera geek. I spend a lot of my time on... And, and you're a professional photographer. I'm not, I'm not a professional photographer. I, I feel like you could be one. I think he is. I'm not. Uh, now, He's I'm choosing really, not to be, I'm but he really is. really good by in Lightroom and Photoshop because I've been... As I've been all doing, our current professional photographers <laughs> are all... I have been good. doing... I was literally a beta tester for the original Photoshop. That's how long wow. I've been using Photoshop. So there are very few That's pieces amazing. of software that I feel more comfortable in than the Adobe suite of products. But you no, know, a photo walk is actually a really cool way for people to interact. You know how I, I sometimes tell people I lo- used to love hiking with my kids when they were little because you don't have to make eye contact. You can talk about really difficult things and really unusual things. And similar things happen on a photo walk. You know, you're sort of walking and all of a sudden conversations ensue and people start, you know, it's, it's a really cool thing to engage in. Cool. Are they usually this early in the morning? Or? They are almost always this early. <laughs> okay. It's because it's I mean, about... I'm a morning person. I'm not, I'm not going about tomorrow, that, but... It's about... The time, I imagine the lighting that I'll turn, gives I'll you turn some. and talk to Kevin. You right? can talk to him. You can turn <laughs> because work. of the light. You know, you want yeah. twilight. You want that early morning light. You want a sunrise. Okay. Um, and we're lucky this time of year, the sun rises almost down the river looking oh, wow. out towards the oh, east. That's perfect then. So right there on the Disable Bridge should be some great shots. And if we don't get fog and, you know, you never know with Chicago what you're going to get. Well, that'll do that's it. That's great. We'll wrap it Thanks, up. Guys. Episode number... <laughs> I have no idea. 67. 67? Thais, if that's wrong, we'll say it again.